Well, today is going to be a somber one, as it's Observance Day. Today, we will be remembering all the lives lost to the fires, floods, earthquakes, and tsunamis in the last few years we were on Earth. None of us remember, but 2 billion lives were lost due to climate change in the last decade before ascending. This is to the call. We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. We went on a little vacation, got out of the city. Is yeah. that what I hear? Got some fresh air, got to uh, get out of this uh, New York City smog for a bit. Went, uh, went over to York, Pennsylvania. Uh, shouts out to, to York. Mm-hmm. They treated, treated me nicely out there. Stayed in a hotel. I got to go on a hike. I got to, you know, drive around the historical district very That's historic cool. town i was going to go you know see amish county um but i wasn't able to, to you know get out there that's something for next time that's you know that might be it might be a good thing you missed out on that because i hear that the amish community has been hit really hard with the covid because mm-hmm. they uh, like they think the mask is like against their like religious beliefs so wow. which I mean, good. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. up to them, you know. <laughs> uh, not to not to get not to get political here, but yeah, we actually like back back from where I'm from. There's a little Amish, little Amish community, really, and I think it's called Shipshawana. I think that's the the name of like the little town. But we, we would always we'd always go there and get get some of their meats because um, my mom was always against the the antibiotic meats. And they were like antibiotic free, so that was that was only something that we did. Amish yeah, are cool, man. I'm I'm excited for you to check that out. Have you been to an Amish community before? I never have, but you know, it's it's good that you mentioned the the meats. I'm sure that their meats are probably <laughs> amazing, and I've heard that their woodworking is also you know very impeccable. Yeah, and so yeah, I'd love so to cool. check that out. Have you ever checked out? Like, have you actually ever done like woodworking before? Yeah, actually, my father and I do woodworking together, you know, pretty regularly. He's really into it, and I just like to observe and pick up some things. Hopefully, someday I'll get as good. What kind of, like, projects do you guys do? Is it, like, more, like, small stuff, or, like, do you guys, like, build canoes or chairs? Or So, we've, we've built, like, shelves. We've built benches. We've built carts. We've built um, cabinets. Well, not, like, cabinets, per se. We can't do, like, drawers, but, like things to like hold cutting boards is my dad's specialty he can make a a really nice dice pattern cutting board oh those are cool i've seen some of those yeah that's really awesome have you ever like has he ever done like anything like mess with like the dyes and made them like like you know like the like the purple wood like maybe that's a real i don't think that's a real wood that's like a dye right do you know yeah so that's called a stain you can stain you stain the wood and yeah, we, you know, we do have some stains, you know, some finishes out there, all sorts of good stuff. You guys should make like a, like a board. Like a, what kind of board? Oh man, you can do, you can do paddleboard, you can do surfboard, you do like. A, oh, okay. Okay. I see. That's kind of what I was thinking, but then like, I guess that would be pretty big. That'd take up some, quite a bit of space. You'd probably do uh, like the idea, like a penny board or something, or like one of those like, like teardrop ones. How about a snowboard? I want to make a snowboard. For the winter. Would snowboard? That would be sick. I wonder. That, 
oh dude you should totally do that <laughs> yeah but, like just make like a, like a top to go on like like you could just like put like the like a pattern or like a top like you still have to like have like breaks for the flexibility yeah but that'd be cool like like a well, little the, phone, like a cover thing like a phone cover but like for like a like a snowboard that'd be dope that'd be We'll we'll get into the physics of it. We love getting into like the science behind things, like designing wood. It's always a challenge to like get it exactly because we don't quite have the tools that we like. Yeah, and you know, I wonder how that would work. Because I mean, wood's a pretty flexible. I mean, it. it, I mean, anything's brittle at some point. You know, if you bend the snowboard enough, it's gonna snap into. But I bet wood would would probably be a good complement to that. And also, like a snowboard, you know, something that we'd have to treat with probably you know certain certain type of chemical to make it protected from waterproof, yeah. the water and the stuff i hope i don't dislocate my shoulder trying it up <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been before yeah i love snowboarding i prefer it over skiing i'm it's, a big um, skier i like i like uh each foot in its own boot each foot in its own boot. i i mean i haven't done it as much as snowboarding so i can't really say but like you know i gotta i gotta i just love going down a slope yeah i, I feel that man i i also love Gosh, I just love it so much. Yeah, we uh, should go. We should go down this winter. Dude, I'd be down, man. I the last time that I went it was Christmas of this past year. I went with the, the old Patagonia crew. Ah, uh, yes, uh, I remember that. Windham Mountain, and uh, I had some food poisoning, so I was the, oh, I, was the I was throwing up on the bus, which uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a fan of that. I, I, like, called my mom. I was like, Mom, I have food poisoning. Like, I'm throwing up. And she's like, like, shut up. Throw up. Get back on the slopes. And then just go throw up again. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <damn. laughs> uh, so she was all about love. <laughs> I love that. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about some video games, man. I actually I, I want to bring up something that happened since our last episode. So the last episode we talked about about the consoles and we were kind of saying how we were like kind of happy that Microsoft is kind of like taking a stance against like getting like console exclusives. But then they, uh, <laughs> they turned around and, and bought Xenomax Media, which owns Bethesda for, uh, for just, a, just a casual 7.5 billion. Wow. <laughs> Which is a lot of money. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's a you know a really big move by Microsoft to to do. And uh, if there's any player who's going to do it, it's going to be Microsoft. You know, Bethesda's given us many greats like Skyrim, you know, Elder Scrolls. You know, they've given us just a number of great pieces. But that's one that's like really resonated with me. That was actually my first game on Xbox 360. Funny enough. I think that's a ballsy move. They're probably going to make an exclusive, something really open, and it's going to draw people over to Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of. I, I wonder if they are going to make an exclusive. I'm kind of wondering if. I'm. I'm very interested to see what happens because I. It almost seems like every every move that they're making is kind of like we're just going to do our own thing um, and kind of like not really focus on like a, like a console exclusive. And then they, yeah. they did this, so I'm wondering if maybe it's more of a an acquisition for the future to no, yeah. also be able to have like a revenue stream coming from like other platforms. For sure, that it it seems like they've been diversifying a lot recently. 
you know, they purchased Mojang Studios and Minecraft and all that. And um, so it's, they really like branching out. And I, I think, I mean, it's Microsoft. So, you know, what do you expect? I, I wouldn't be surprised if five, 10 years down the line, you know, they've definitely taken over this uh, next gen kind of thing with cloud computing because Sony doesn't really have that like in with Microsoft, like cloud, they don't really have a cloud service, but Microsoft does provide, you know, cloud services and they're really good at it. So I think that, that you, if you, uh, dear listener, were looking to, uh, to do some own research, your own research on this, you definitely should. But I think that you can like play like a whole class of games, like on like a smartphone, um, yeah. because kind of like with their, their cloud gaming kind of thing. So like, I think if you wanted to, you could just jump on and, and play like Halo, like on the subway kind of, I mean, like, obviously I think you'd have to have like an internet connection, but if you're like taking right. an Amtrak, you know, or a flight somewhere, you know, I think that you could like potentially play like the whole time. So yeah, they, yeah. they've really been investing in that. And I think it's cool because having those services kind of uh, takes down the, the barriers to entry right? as far as like cost wise goes. And as far as playing a video game, because I think it, I, I'm, I really don't know, but I think it's like less than $20 for like a subscription and you can like get into those on your phone. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Xbox Game Pass is really, mm. really affordable. I was checking out um, Bethesda's website a little bit and they kind of said they're like, why, like why, why they're doing it. And they kind of mentioned that they're like, we're going to be able to make better games. Like Microsoft has better resources. And I think that that's, you know, that's really interesting, you know, because I mean, quite frankly, like Microsoft should be, she should be for their size. They should really be like out, outpacing and outclassing Sony. But you know, Sony has, does have like a distinct like competitive advantage in, in their like console exclusives. If that kind of went away and, and like the culture kind of decided that that's not really what Matters. they wanted anymore. You know, I think that Microsoft is really setting itself up for some really cool long-term success. Anyways, we're talking about Nintendo today. Yeah. Contrary to uh, <laughs> just rambling about Microsoft. But uh, so tell me, what, what was your first Nintendo console? My first Nintendo console had to be, it had to be a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. You know, I got it. I had gotten it from my uncle and it was a hand-me-down. I um, was able to select like one game from his collection that he had already beaten it was like pokemon sapphire or emerald mm, nice i think it was i think it was pokemon emerald yeah and that was uh you know that did me wonders for for a good two three years you know i really fell in love with that game almost completed the whole pokedex but as many of you know the hoenn region is pretty intense yeah pretty intense lots of waters and the water was just not for me. I didn't really like going to the water and fishing for Pokemon. Um, yeah, I was kind of the same yeah, way. That, that was, was a good one. Uh, sorry to interrupt you there, but that, that gen of Pokemon was the first gen that I had had. I had actually never played, I don't know if I had ever played an RPG before that. So that was really cool. But yeah, I me totally either. get what you're saying. Like the, those water areas were like intense. And I think like for the story, you had to like dive down and like find like a yeah. hidden submarine somewhere. Like it is such like a like a two D like it almost feels like a two D world because you're like looking down on it and maneuvering through it to like yeah. add another layer and a dimension to it like that was just like a whole nother thing and that took me forever to figure out. <laughs> yeah, no, I can I definitely feel you on that and me too. I we've all done some silly things with, with Pokemon games, I'm sure. 
So I think that I'm, I'm pretty similar to you. And my, my first Nintendo console was a Game Boy. You know, I feel like now that I'm saying this, I feel like we talked about this in our console episode. I think we might have, I think we might have mentioned this a little bit. Anyways, well, I guess I'll just say what I was going to say anyways. My first, my first game for my Game Boy was Pokemon Pinball. Did you ever play that? <laughs> no, I've never played it, but I saw my uncle had it. They liked that game. Oh man, it was so fun. Me and my me and my dad would just play it, and like I think like when you get it, like there's only like two like, two pinball maps, and then like after you get like a certain score, I think you unlock a third one. I think me and my dad were just like playing on like Christmas Day. I think we like found a new map, and it was like so cool. I tried to to pick this game up like later in life, and uh, it was I was at like a used game shop, and it was like like forty something bucks. It was like, only a couple of years ago, so I was like. Oh, man, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have sold it, but yeah. So I mean, some some games are, are harder to to find as uh, time goes by. But if you ever have the opportunity to play Pokemon Pinball, check it out. That's a fun <laughs> one for sure. Man, so man, we actually I think that we did talk quite a bit about Nintendo this last episode because I decided to buy a Switch. Yeah, I was convincing you to purchase a Switch. I have not and, pulled uh, the trigger yet, unfortunately. That's still, all right. Still waiting on that that old paycheck. I uh, I'm pretty excited. The more I've been thinking about it, the more I'm excited. There's a there's a couple games that I have on my on my list, and I I think that you've you've played both of them. So like like I said last week, I think the new Pokemon like Sword and Shield that's on my list. Um, I'm also like really excited for Breath of the Wild. I actually, I've heard very little about it. You, you've beaten Breath of the Wild, haven't you? No, I haven't beaten it, but I've played my fair share. So, so how, how do you beat it? Is it like really long? It is a fairly long game, yes. Gotcha. So I've, so I've never, I've never beaten a Zelda game. I've played a couple, actually, and by a couple, I really only mean one. I played, I played Zelda's The Shadow Shadow Princess. Is that? What the title was called from the week? I'm not sure. Oh, I'm gonna look that up really quick. But do you want to maybe talk about some of your Zelda experiences while I'm looking this up? Yeah, actually, I remember playing Zelda way back on the Nintendo 64. My uncle had a 64, and he had this Zelda game. I don't remember like exactly what the name of the title was, so I was very young. But I do remember being attracted to that title because it had like this. You know, as you know, the Nintendo 64 titles came in this, like, you know, um, kind of semi-circle mm-hmm. contraption. And on it was this, like, I don't know how to describe this material, but it was, like, reflective. And it, like, had Zelda on it. And you would, like, move it. And it was just really shiny. I was impressed by this. And um, I had to play it. And I would mm-hmm. just, like, get on that 64 with, like, the remotes that were, like, so vintage. They had, like, the three mm-hmm. things. I love those remotes. And, and yeah, I would uh, just get on that. And I had no clue what I was doing on Zelda <laughs> and that Zelda, but I would just, you know, admire the world and whatnot. And now fast forward to 2019, 2020, I'm playing Breath of the Wild and I still very similarly don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can, can get past the part where I have to like go to these seven towers and activate them and stuff. It was just a lot of traveling required and something that i really like about breath of the wild was that if you're traveling through a cold area you know 
you run out of you know health or you get hungrier faster Mm -hmm. and you actually need to like stay by a fire you know you you actually need to worry about staying warm or else you'll get hypothermia that's very you know it's very cool game dynamic right it's interesting and i think you're gonna you're gonna like that dynamic about it it's gonna make it really challenging yeah definitely i'm i'm excited i actually my my I'm, I'm remembering now after hearing you talk about that i'm hearing my or i'm remembering my experience with the game is called uh zelda twilight princess that's what it's called uh um and i remember that like one christmas my family um had gotten that game for my sister Paige, because um, i had like gone out and bought some own like wii games for myself um, and she didn't necessarily have very many um, so they bought her Super Smash Bros. and uh, Twilight Princess. And she, I think that she, I don't even think she was in middle school. Um, so I was like, wow, like, those are some, like, pretty, I mean, like, not the, to say that, like, there's, like, an age, like, that you have to, like, be at to play games. But I definitely remember being like, whoa, like, I don't even know if I could beat that. Which I kind of took it upon myself to, to play in the second save file this twilight princess game so i could help my sister out if she ever got stuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you remember about twilight princess and like battle game I yeah i remember there were like a lot of dungeons which i thought was kind of like a cool it was kind of like a not like a climbing puzzle like maybe i guess you could call it a climbing puzzle like it's like you have to like traverse the area in the in the game and like you're in a dungeon and there's it's like you also have like enemies that you have to combat yeah that sounds very similar I don't really remember much of the story, but I, oh man, you could like, when the like shadow, I don't know if it was like it happened at night or whatever, but like whenever like you like entered the shadow realm or like the twilight realm, like Link turned into a, a wolf and that was super cool because like you wow. got to like trade versus like a, like a dog kind of, and that was a really, that was really cool. Man, I wish I could get back into that, but I'm glad that you, you bring up the 64 because I never, I never had a 64. I actually have never played on a 64. Really? I still have it. I still somehow still have the thing. It's very dusty, but I love to pull it out and then play it sometime. And that thing is going to be, it's still going to, it's still going to slap as it did. So what are your, what are your favorite titles that you have personally? Smash Bros. was my like first introduction to that whole like series. And I would always lose to my, to my uncle and like his friends and stuff, but I never, I never backed down. I still still got back up and kept trying to kept trying to get in there. Mario Kart was one also mm-hmm. that I really liked. Yeah, fucking love. Um, and b- by far my favorite on the sixty four had to be. Is it Mario Sunshine? No, that's actually on the GameCube. Sorry. Gotcha. Which I also never had a GameCube. <laughs> GameCube was um, it was something else, you know. It had those really vintage remotes. Also played Super Smash Bros, but they had Super Smash Bros Brawl for for the GameCube, which they had added like a bunch of characters, and that was exciting to see Mario Kart on that as well. Mario Party, which is really fun. They also incorporated like microphones and stuff, and like mm-hmm. it was a lot. It was really interesting. It kind of looks like I'm kind of actually just looking through all of the the consoles that the Nintendo's ever had, and like some of them I totally forgot about. Like they have some like really cool looking like <laughs> DSs um, and like Game Boys. I guess they they made like this one DS that like didn't flip over, and it was just like two screens, but it was like a, like a handheld, but it like didn't flip over. Yeah. 
2DS. Is that, oh, that is that is the 2DS. Was that yeah. the first one that they had? Nah, I think they had DSs before. Like I remember having many different iterations of the DS. Yeah, I think I currently have the DS Lite. I think that's what I have. That's a good one. Do you had... ever have a 3DS? Yeah, I had. I still do have a 3DS. I have a 3DS and a 3DS XL. I hear that a lot of people like love the 3DS and that it still has an active store. Have you played it recently? I haven't. I haven't played it recently, but that that makes sense. But it makes sense why people liked it. It, it was fun. I liked it a lot too. I, I played Pokemon on it. It had. It, I remember they actually put the switches. They were testing out a lot of like this early Switch, um, you know, kind of like home screen and, and mm-hmm. store, and just you know testing out a lot of things that they put on the Switch ultimately on the 3ds which is really interesting to see i've heard uh, like a a critique about the switch is that you can't like customize like your background and i guess that was something that you could do on the the 3ds big time yeah that was something really cool about the 3ds you customize your background i missed the chat feature there's like this really cool chat feature you could just get on a ds and chat with somebody else who has a ds and just like send each other these really cool drawings and stuff Uh, it's so it's a silly feature but i miss it uh, i actually i actually have a funny story about those little chats um i remember i don't even know what grade it would have been i think it would have been it would have been sometime in middle school uh at the end of middle school like me and my whole grade like we got to like take a trip to um this, this place called michigan adventure uh, which is just like a six flags-esque like theme park kind of thing and on the bus like everybody was like there were a lot of people that had DSs and like there was like a huge game chat um, and people were like change like because I think you could change your name too and people were like changing names and like like throwing those like like just saying stuff and like throwing uh like the photos up but I think like at some point like something like super inappropriate got said and like everybody that had a DS had to like serve like a detention because they couldn't figure out who it was. Oh my god! I actually. I think that I had thought about bringing mine and then like didn't bring it. And I think that this might've saved me from that that detention. I definitely had some friends in there and I'm sure that one of them was responsible. That's hilarious. Uh, Uh, Gotta love those chats, man. See, they were really fun. Yeah. I actually, I, I do have a, a big critique about the Nintendo DSs though. It, this might not have been as big a thing with the, the 3DS because I, I didn't have one, but I hated having to blow into the mic. Like whenever there would be like a game, like you had to like blow into the mic or like swipe really hard on like the, the touchpad or like yeah. tab. I hit or like spam the touchpad. I really hated those. And like there were a couple times where I was like in public, I was just like, oh, I'm not going to fucking blow into my DS yeah. like in, in the middle of a public space. So, so that, because I feel like that's like the, probably like my favorite part about like the handhelds that you can just like throw in your pocket right right and the game designers are getting just a little too a little too spicy there yeah <laughs> for your liking <laughs> did you ever uh did you ever leave a leave a game boy in your in your pocket or anything like that and have it get washed never never no my my uncle would have killed me they were never my consoles oh yeah uh, yeah, I was always like borrowing them or like they were hand me downs and stuff, so I could never be that like irresponsible. Yeah, I I remember um, like specifically uh, that happened to me. I I had like left it in my 
my pants. So like we, I lived on a lake and this was in the summer. Um, so I just like, for some reason I was like changing really quick through the, threw my shorts on the, on the ground and then threw, threw on my swim trunks and jumped in the, jumped in the water. And I, unbeknownst to me, I think that like if, if I had picked up my pants, I think I would have remembered, uh, but my mom had just like thrown them in the washer and that kind of, that ruined, ruined the game boy, but it did not ruin my game. So got the, the save progress. <laughs> it was okay. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, after, after that, I had to do my own laundry. <laughs> Ever since? Ever since. I don't, I don't mind it though. How long ago was that? Oh gosh. I, I remember it, it was probably, I mean, I think it was in middle school for me. Maybe a little, okay. maybe a little bit younger than middle school. But I remember that when my friends would come over, they'd be like, why, why do you, you do your own laundry? And I was like, yeah so i think it was like younger than younger than most but like not not young enough to like really make a difference but what do you mean you think that's something that'll really make a difference in yeah someone's life? i don't know maybe maybe i mean like if you were like a very young like you couldn't cook or anything i mean like i don't gosh i don't even know when i learned to cook maybe you just learn these things maybe you just pick them up on your own i don't yeah but I felt like it was younger than my friends. No, I mean, I guess it does, it doesn't matter. And maybe you've always known how to cook. You just didn't know it. That's probably true. I like to think time all happens at once, and we're just experiencing it, you know, mm-hmm. in our own in our own ways. But everything's happened already. Just one big timeline. Yeah, I think that I think on our first episode we got a little existential about dimensions and and time too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh goodness so what have been your do you have any like top memories while playing like nintendo consoles or like anything like distinct yeah for sure you know just being really competitive just learning a lot about myself and like who i am as a person through these games you know i I learned how competitive i am and just how much i you know don't like losing and um (laughs) yeah but you get a lot of those fight games yeah, yeah, for sure. And just paying attention to detail and like just how important it is to stay organized. Who was your who are your favorite uh who are your favorite players? Like your favorite characters in the, the Super Smash Bros. Um, I like Ness. I like Ness a lot. He Ness. had that little bat and um he had the PK fire and like the electricity is really annoying. I like to like I like to like loop it around him and make him like launch himself at you. Oh, wow. And, um, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, it's really cool. You can, like, make yourself just bounce around the map with that. I love playing with that. Yeah, I'll and, have uh, to... If I got a Switch, we could we could play this together, right? Yeah, we could definitely play online. With this one, do you have to, like, unlock the characters as you go, or are they already all unlocked? Yeah. You'd have to unlock them, yeah, just by fighting around and stuff. And fighting the... You have to actually fight every character to earn them. Yeah, I think I th- I like that that game mechanic. I think that's I think that's good. But I think that on on one of the the new Nintendo games, I think it must have maybe been the Mario Kart. I heard that pretty much everything's unlocked already. Yeah, yeah, it is Mario Kart. Did it's you a little think, harder with Mario Kart to do that? Do you think that that uh, that adds to it, or do you think that takes it away? I mean, you know, I feel like with Mario Kart, they haven't done enough because. There have been so many like fun Mario Kart iterations, like 
Have you ever played Mario Kart Double Dash? Oh, I loved that one. That was they had that like, one was so much fun. Sorry, <laughs> really fun. You know, I, it'd be nice to see that you know brought back as a game mode, or maybe they're waiting to like relaunch that on the Switch. Yeah. It'd be nice to like bring back some of that, some of the old game mechanics and stuff that people really loved about Mario Kart. Yeah, but I think it's because they're they're waiting, they're keeping in their back pocket. Yeah, definitely. Is there any uh, any old Nintendo game that you would like them to bring to the Switch that they haven't already? Because they've been doing a lot yes. that they like them like bringing back and like re like remastering, quote unquote, like also like kind of redoing them in a way. They did, yeah. They remastered Mario Sunshine, which I on the GameCube I really loved, and and you know, waiting to buy that. I'm just gonna probably gonna wait till Christmas time and until the semester's over to really give it some attention if I still even want it. Then another game that I wish they would remake is this Dragon Ball game. I forget what it's called. It's like Dragon Ball. Tenkaichi Budokai, some weird like name, but it was on the GameCube or on the DS. It was like one of those like cartridge games, and um, it was so much fun. It was like this little 2D game, but it, it consisted of like all the Dragon Ball Z characters and stuff you could fight and like collect. It's like just really a fun game, and I hope that they bring that back to the Switch. Yeah, okay. So is that, would that be like kind of similar to Mortal Kombat at all? But just like Dragon Ball Z kind of, or like less graphic maybe? It's kind of similar to Pokemon in a way where oh, it's like okay. really like cartoony, but still, you know, action. You still have like this intense story that's, you know, fun to follow. Yeah, you just really get into it overall. And I know I, I did because I was really into Dragon Ball Z. I still am. I love mm-hmm. reading the manga. I love watching that the anime, and uh, yeah, I want to see them remake that. Okay, now this is this is going a little away from uh, video games, but I want to ask some Dragon Ball Z questions. I have never <laughs> like met somebody that I'm close with that's into Dragon Ball Z, so that's awesome that you are. Like there are like a couple series, right? And they like do they like kind of like work in different like timelines? Is like the age of yeah. the age of the character? Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, so there's Dragon Ball, which mm-hmm. is the first the OG, and that's about Goku, Son Goku, who, you know, comes from planet Vegeta, uh, a planet that's home to a race of warriors known as the Saiyans. And there's this, you know, this alien dude called Frieza who comes to this planet and enslaves these people. He makes them, you know, go to other planets and do shit for him. You know, basically, they're they're like his warriors, and um, he built the army. And before he destroyed the planet, Frieza one day got tired, and he's he you know with one finger he created a ball, and then he was sent it to the planet to destroy it. And uh, Goku, Son Goku, was sent to planet Earth. His his dad put him in a capsule, and he sent him away because he had a bad feeling about the whole thing. And then that started dragon ball where there's this boy this alien boy here on planet earth and he's just like surviving and it's just a really nice story um you fall in love with the character and then you have dragon ball z which is goku as a man he's grown up he has he meets bulma he has a wife he has a kid gohan and uh, he's training his son he's teaching him how to be a warrior he's teaching him how to be a man 
yeah so dragon ball z goes on and then you have dragon ball super which is you know i'm gonna gonna interject you real quick so how does goku (laughs) learn how to do how to like because if he was sent to earth how does he like learn how or is that kind of like the whole story of like him discovering himself kind of yeah that's the whole story is just him discovering himself learning how to socialize interact with humanity learning oh, so how does to, he already you know, like know how to be like a warrior i guess does he already he's a, a yeah he has a tail coming out of his ass he's, a, he's <laughs> like a he looks like a human the only thing is he has a tail coming out of his ass and um on a full moon he becomes a giant ape and uh it's um it's it's it's, you gotta watch it man i used to love that show so much there's like some of the earliest videos of me i was like four years old i'm just sitting on the toilet singing that like theme song the dragon ball z theme song and i actually had to go back to dragon ball because i missed it i was just two i was born in 2000 so i you know was introduced to dragon ball z and i had to go back and like you know watch it myself and yeah so to go back to so would you would you recommend starting from like the like the Dragon Ball, or would you like recommend doing like like starting at different points, or like kind of like the series chromatically? For you, I would say start at Dragon Ball. Okay. Start at Dragon Ball. Go to go to Z. Go to Super. There are others. There are. There's a GT which was written by some guy at the studio who's like salty or something, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna start my own thing and some some shit like that and then yeah he wrote gt and people everyone in the community kind of like discards gt but it's a fun watch if you you know if you really want to get into it it's a it's a fun watch i'll have to check it out probably cruise online and and maybe get a virus just (laughs) trying to find it yeah is it on any streaming platforms do you know dragon ball what's funimation it's on Funimation. It's on Crunchyroll. You know, major anime platforms. Verve. Have you ever gotten into anime before? I have a little bit. I actually, funny enough, I had never seen an animated an anime series until COVID happened, and I was like, I've always wanted to get into this. I've always wanted to try it. I'm just gonna pick one and just start going with it. And the one that I ended up picking was Voltron the the new one okay and i loved it i definitely cried at the end um and that was kind of oh. like like not that i like hadn't really thought that it i mean like obviously like it's a piece of media or like a type of media that like millions of people probably billions you know enjoy and love but i had never gone into it so like i, I mean obviously i hadn't experienced it um but it was kind of yeah. one of the things that i was like watching i was like okay this is this is badass and um there was like i had like one gripe to it uh, there's like one character his name is lance um and if you if you watch it he like his like i was just like fuck this dude like this dude's a little whiny kid um that's like the like the only thing that i was like i don't like i don't like that character but i'm like whatever i'm gonna keep going and he like obviously you know like that's kind of how they do it he, like through the the course of the series he like becomes one of your favorites and you have like a huge connect personal connection to him um it's hilarious but and then after that i watched avatar the last airbender that's a great one and obviously love that one too that one is i think that one's a a classic one that like 
I would say more people. Well, maybe not. I, I would say that that's a pretty popular one. Yeah, definitely. But it, it's it's also an American based one. Both of those are kind of American based. Yeah, that I, is. I would that's say something that, that I kind of that I noticed as well. I was like, both of these are made by. Which maybe that's that's a good introduction for me. Um, yeah, for Dragon sure. Dragon Ball, not. Or is it? It's uh, yeah. It's written by Japanese um, men, most Japanese writers mostly, mm-hmm. and um, so it's an interesting. That's something that I really appreciated, especially growing up, having those like Japanese writers have an influence on my like, you know, conscious and and the way that I appreciated art. It really, it really, you know, switched things up in here. And I, I appreciated it so much. I like, for example, watching Naruto, which you've probably heard of. Before. I've, I've heard of, I've heard of that. Yeah. I, I don't really know what it looks like. Yeah. Naruto, you know, taught me a lot of things and like, you know, never giving up and just a lot of themes and, and morals and stuff in, in those animes that, you know, had I not watched them, I probably would not be here, you know, having this conversation with you right now. And yeah. so, yeah, I really appreciate anime. And I would recommend you watch Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and Hunter x Hunter. If you haven't, you know, viewers, definitely check out all those animes. If you can, you know, check out Death Note. Check out, what else do I like? I like My Hero Academia. Really good anime. I've heard of that one. So many, like, so many good stuff out there, man. So much good stuff. My, my, no, my girlfriend right now, I'm just going to call it girlfriend right now. Um. (laughs) We're uh, we're both really into anime, which is a blessing. We've started watching this new one called God of High School, which is an interesting oh, one to say the least. Have you ever? Um, I guess they're are they called graphic novels? I think they're like like Japanese or maybe I don't really know which mangas. Maybe where it's like you read them like back to front. Yeah, they actually read right to left. You read them like backwards. Yeah, I've, I've had I have a few mangas. Uh, like reading mangas they actually for huge anime fans who just can't wait to see the story animated can go and read the manga and see what happens in the story ahead of time that's something that my uncle does a lot and i, I don't like it because i can wait i can wait for the story to get animated but mm-hmm. he just can't and he'll tell me things and he'll be like you know so and so and i'll just be like dude like i don't want to know please keep it to yourself and but it's hard because you know it's such a good story and you want to share it. Doesn't respect the spoilers. Yeah, he's always been like that. <laughs> I think everybody everybody has a yeah. friend like that in their life. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to kind of get into this more. Um, I, I think that I kind of like subconsciously knew that the ones that I was picking up were, were written like by Americans. So I'll have to, I think that I actually, just from looking at like the art, I feel like Naruto. Yeah. Naruto, I think that that one, like I've seen more of this person. Naruto. Who's the main character? With Naruto Zamaki, and he's basically oh, like Naruto. the plot of that is he's just some some boy who his father was a, a leader in his village, and his mother, you know, was giving birth to him, and this villain comes and um, tries to, well, actually, before we say that, his his father implants this beast that he's fighting. You know, he's fought to save the village and he somehow managed to, you know, encapsulate him and he has to put him somewhere. So he puts him into his son, which is, yeah, super unsafe. But yeah, he puts him into his son's belly and he has this nine-tailed beast within him. 
and he has like this reservoir of his untapped reservoir of energy and everyone in the village hates him for it because that same beast destroyed the village and like killed you know many people and he has it living inside of him so he's like he's like an outcast he has to grow up with no parents in this village that hates him it's one hell of a story yeah it looks like that one's on netflix so i think i'm probably yeah that one is um, that that show made me cry so many times and it's just like a great great show if you've never watched it definitely pick that up yeah this definitely looks like a looks like a, a media that i'm that I mean, like I have like actively been trying to get into. So, getting some some fresh recommendations from you is definitely definitely helps me helps me personally. It makes me feel, it, it, you know, it's always one of those things um, where it's like if you're trying something new, it's awesome that like when people are trying to like help you get into it, kind of thing, instead of like trying to like make it seem like like more exclusive. But yeah, it's it's always awesome when like somebody like that's a part of something you don't like willing to help you out and kind of like eager to like to, to I don't know like share you know what I mean like try and like yeah like share and help you get into something instead of like trying to like make it more exclusive yeah. you know because sometimes it can, it can be hard to get into yeah, to get sure. into something and I think that that's you know maybe I'm speaking for myself here but something that we're trying to do here you know like we're trying to like make gaming like less exclusive and right. more inclusive and and you know I think that's awesome that just being able to share you know something that yeah. you love you know like that's that's awesome and i'm super excited to check it out uh but i think that's kind of the culture that we're maybe trying to create yeah. here you know the, to me to me i guess be more inclusive and i think that's an awesome 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 message i think that it's something that we can totally do going forward so i appreciate i appreciate you bringing that up yeah that's definitely definitely the goal here you know making this community more inclusive and just bringing like-minded people together yeah because there there definitely is like a small side of it that there's some toxic toxic people in this uh in in gaming and you know i was not even gonna bring up that energy you know this is all about like being inclusive and you know i don't know if like me personally i've been trying to check some new stuff out that other people have like recommended to me which is an awesome segment that we could could bring up because we haven't talked about what we've been playing recently so I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of jump into that and then I'll I'll let you share your thoughts on what you're playing. Uh, so I checked out um, this new game. It wasn't it wasn't recommended to me, um, but there was a podcast that I listened to that I heard about this on, and it's called Spellbreak. So it's a free to play uh, battle royale game, um, and you can like get it on. I think you can get it Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation. And it's it's still like a game preview right now, um. So it's like still kind of in testing, um, and like the game has like crashed on me a couple times, but basically it's like a battle royale. But instead of being a first person shooter, it's in third person, and you use magic to fight with instead of like weapons, which is super cool. That sounds really fun. And I have actually I've been loving it. We should totally play getting us to download Spellbreak. You, yeah, hundred percent. I actually, I, I had to download it and I played it for the first time yesterday, and it was. I'm just gonna say it was fucking baller holiday. <laughs> I had a great time with it. That I'll definitely <laughs> pick that up. And it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like shorter games. Like I I won. So like there are not a ton of people playing this at the moment. Like I like I didn't see any like names that I recognize like game to game, but like 
I also think like there's a small smaller lobby of people that are like playing like it's not I don't think it's like a hundred people it is it's really it's really fun um, so basically you get like uh, a gauntlet is what it's called and you get a you can get a gauntlet on each hand and you like start with a gauntlet um, and like the the one that you start like you can't start with you can't remove but like you can swap out the other one like as you play and the one that you start with like for some elements gives you like special yeah. abilities so like there's a, like a water like a freeze a freeze gauntlet and if you have that as like so okay so back to back up the gauntlet gives you the ability to do a right trigger and a, like a double so like if you have like the right gauntlet yeah yeah so like you, yeah you can double wheel like so you could like shoot a fireball and like an ice pick or like a, a like shoot electricity and then like shoot some wind um, and it's like, it's really cool. Cause you have like this little like mana bar is yeah. what it's called. And it's like basically this little, this meter that allows you to shoot and fire, but it also like allows you to levitate. So it's pretty cool. So the right and left triggers give you like the ability to shoot, um, like a smaller attack and then the bumpers and those use the mana and then the bumpers are on like a timer. So like if I used like a, like a right bump, it would take like 10 seconds to recharge. Um, and then I can okay. use it again. It's very, it's, it's very interesting. And like, it's also like they, they added this new kind of game dynamic um, to where instead of having like a bus and you can like drop in on a map, there's all these like spawn points and you pick one and then you can just, then you can right. drop down. So like if you, if your team picks it, another team can also pick it. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't necessarily know why they did that per se, but I like it. Uh, and like one of the things that like like a critique that i have about battle royales is like sometimes i feel like it's really easy to get like caught in an open area like blocked and you they don't really have that with this game because there's like they did like such a good job with like designing environments and like they're like deep and like tall and then like there's also like so much cover so like if you get into like like it's really hard to get caught in the open like I have not been killed out in the open, but I have me and my me and my team did did <laughs> like one of the very small open areas that exist. But <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's it's a squad of three, and yeah. Oh, there's also I we definitely need to play this because they also have this other um, element that's really cool. So like the the battles take a long time um, because getting hit with by like an element it doesn't do a ton of damage to you so you can like you can really take some heat uh, and like some of them do like like some of the the gauntlets give you like they do more damage but like 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 a sniper you know like like do more damage but like they're slower to shoot kind of thing and they're i think it's like spaced out really well so like it's really hard to find like health and shield if like for example like like there like there were a lot of times where i was like jumping into a fight and i had like half health and I, and I, like, made it out okay. Just because, like, because, like, you can also, like, either choose to, like, attack or levitate. With your, or just like, get away. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, but, like, you can, like, get away. Just, like, shoot a fireball or something and, like, skirt. <laughs> they also have, like, a, a <laughs> an ability. Um, it's, like, a special ability. It's also on, like, a timer. And you can, like, some of them, like, one allows you to fly. One allows you to teleport. One allows you to, like, go invisible. Like it is definitely, it's definitely super cool. Like if you, like it's a free to play, so like you will definitely get more than your free space on your device for it. 
are you going to play Spellbreak after this? Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to. It like you are, because it sounds like a great game. I know I'm going to go install it after this. Dude, you should, man. Yeah, I mean, as, a, as an adult, I probably, my bedtime is, is slowly creeping up on me. <laughs> that's ironic. What did you say? I said, that's ironic. As an adult, my bedtime is creeping <laughs> up on me. Yeah, I, I know that if I, yeah, it's kind of one of those things uh, that I realize that if I stay up too late, uh, it affects my, my productivity. Yeah. So, got to be responsible, unfortunately. But, yeah, dude, you should definitely check it out. I, I actually, um, I tried to play it on my lunch break today, <laughs> but I couldn't. My, my Xbox was being slow, which just another reason why I'm waiting to uh, really excited to get into this next gen. It, it was loading for like 10 minutes. And I was like, I don't think this is, I was like, at first I was like, I think this is like, cause it's a game yeah. preview. And then I backed out of it and tried to load Call of Duty. Um, and so it's, it's an X-Bone, uh, an Xbox that. One game. It's an, it's an Xbox. Well, I think it's, I think it's on all, I think you could get it on your Switch. Really? Break. Yeah, I mean, you might have, to, you might have to look that up, but I think it's on all three. I think it's I'd on love all to get it on my Switch. Xbox though and get back on that. Fuck the loading screens um, for these newer games. The the hardware is just it's not, not there. <laughs> it's not really. It struggles yeah. because the performance but, dwindles over time, and then these games come out and they test the performance, and they're really designed to like play on fresh systems. Yeah. So like, if I if I had a, I don't even have like one of the newer Xbox. Like, I think this is like the original one that came out at Xbox launch. I think that's what. Yeah. <laughs> probably sounds like a mule it is it definitely sounds like a mule when the fan turns on <laughs> I, <could imagine>. <laughs> I have the og as well from release date you know and i also have the same same issues with it but it still works like a charm yeah i, I still play minecraft I, I think i might have missed out on uh i'm getting i wish that i i kind of wish i would have got minecraft on my my x-bone but i got it on my laptop instead i think that i think that might have been a mistake but at the same time like i don't really have any games on my or i'm on my computer so it's fun to play whenever i whenever i do jump on it but what have you been playing this week man playing i've been playing a lot of clash royale that's an app on my phone that's a pretty fun game just getting on there beating everybody i don't lose anymore max level what's Um, the difference between Clash Royale that. and Battle Royale. Clash I'm Royale is um is Clash of Clans. I'm thinking of Clash of Clans. That's what I'm thinking of. What's what's the difference between yeah. that and Clash of Clans? Clash Clash Royale. So Clash, yeah, it takes all those Clash of Clans characters and basically like has it's like a card game where you get to choose cards. You get like a hand and you kind of like play them on this oh, arena. And you, like, compete with each other and, like, yeah, you got to destroy each other's towers. And uh, it's, like, two-minute matches. That's cool. So is it, like, actually like a, like yeah, a I got, card I, game kind of game? Yeah, I got into it release date, and I've been playing ever since. And that's why now I don't win. <laughs> it's, um, I should definitely get into, like, development and testing into that game. Shot Supercell, if you're watching this. <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to get in there, get my hands dirty, test some stuff out for you guys. Yeah, I wonder how that that works. I'm I'm really I've kind of over this past year I've kind of been getting more into like trying to I mean like like little by little um kind of like how does like the game development process work and 
Yeah. Like, I mean, like this, like with Spellbreak, like it's a game preview and it's not like a full game yet. I bought a demo a little bit ago, uh, but I my computer does not have the hardware for that. So it's kind of just a waste of, waste of some money. But I was like, you know, like it looks like a really cool game. So glad that the developers got my cash. Yeah, is it kind of one of those like, really had a ton of time to play any like console games or just kind of found yourself? I mean, the, yeah, just the mobile games. Being away from yeah, so I was in Pennsylvania. I wasn't really able yeah. to play yeah, console that's, games. That's true. But before I left, I did play some two K. You know, as per usual, yeah. I have been getting on GTA recently. This on on GTA, I've been doing this really weird thing recently where I'll just get on and. You know, I'll get in my car and just go on a string of liquor store robberies and then <laughs> collect my cash, make it like a quick 10000 20000 put it in my bank and just get off. <laughs> I don't know why I've been doing this, but it's, it's just been really, it's just a way to like really just get on there and just get like your, your, your dopamine flowing. Yeah, do whatever you want. That's so funny. <laughs> Man, I I would really like to get into a, one of those. The, that game type, is that called a sandbox? Is that kind of what they're, that game is like classified as? Clash, Clash of Clans? Uh, no. Um, Grand Theft Auto. GTA? Yeah. I think so, yeah. It is kind of like a sandbox, like open kind of world. Kind of like Red Dead Redemption. Have you ever played that one? I I haven't played that one, but I, I watched many hours of my my old roommate playing that one so shout out to kyle <laughs> uh, shout out to kyle man red dead redemption is a fun game anybody who plays red dead has good taste in video games yeah i i've actually i i've heard a little bit about the spoilers um from kyle because i, I kind of like was at a point um when he was when that came out and he was playing it that i was like dude i have like such a back catalog like I don't think I'm ever going to play it. Like, tell me all about it. Um, and I, I'm glad he did. Uh, and I, I think it's got a really unique kind of storyline. I would totally like, like, I, I don't know. Like, not that I don't like watching other people play, but like whenever I see other people play, I'm always like, Oh, I want to fucking play this. Uh, but like yeah. with that, I was always just like mesmerized by the world. I was like, dude, I'm just going to keep watching you uh, do this mission or like, like, I remember this, uh, this one time he was playing, and, like, he was just, like, so I'm going to go talk to this guy. And this guy was, like, oh, you think you're a sharpshooter, huh? And he was, um, like, you want to bet me that I can outshoot you? And it's kind of one of those things where it was, like, you, like, give him, like, ten bucks, and then, like, he, like, shot some birds, and then you shot some birds, and whoever had the most birds got the cash. And it was, like, oh, man, you beat me this time. You want to do double or nothing? And I remember watching, I was like, dude, like, don't, don't do it. He's, he's baiting you. He's going to be so much better. And sure enough, you do like double or nothing. And he was like double the score. Um, but then Kyle, uh, Kyle ended up beating him. So <laughs> he got the money, man. He's, he's a pretty good shot. Thank goodness. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could play that game. I feel like not that I, not that I'm opposed to, to games that end kind of negatively, but I, I think that, like, the, like you know, like there's no way that you can save save your character at the end of that. What do you mean? Like you can't like I like like even though like they're like I'm sure you can have like a like redemption arc to like some point like like the main the main guy's gonna die. Which, yeah, in the story, you mean? 
Yeah, so I think that, like, not not to say that, like, that that's not powerful, but, like, I just feel like – and, like, I don't know. I feel like – like not, not necessarily. I just feel like it, like, sometimes, like, I definitely – actually, I would say most of the time I, like, would – I'd like to jump into uh, to video games to, like, get, like, escape the world, like, a little bit. Like, not necessarily yeah. – like, not in, like, a, like, an unhealthy way. Um, like, I don't, like, put video games, like – above my life but like i definitely like use like a stress reliever and like like my media that i enjoy the most but i feel like yeah. i couldn't really like like because like i like, you know what i'm trying to say yeah because like I know exactly what you're trying to say that's too realistic not i mean not that it's not like too realistic but like there's like ways like that like if you're like if you're like grinding and you like because like and there's like a big like resource scarcity like you have like cash scarcity and like i hear the like like, you can like go in there and then be like or like somebody be like hey man like do you want to come help me with this really quick and like most of the time like that like would give you like a side mission but like in like this instance like they could just like mug you and take all your money and i feel like shit like that would just drive me up the wall (laughs) like i yeah i don't think i I know what you mean like, cause I don't know. I don't feel like I, I don't like it when, not that I don't like challenges, but I'm like, if I like, like genuinely am like spending time in my life trying to like to do something, like I don't like, like the developers just be like, oh, like fuck that, like fuck you, that's just like a waste of time, kind of like fuck you, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like especially on GTA Online, like it definitely feels like that sometimes. You have like a lot of cash, and then somebody will just come and like drive with the plane just drop a bomb on you just die and they take you know you lose cash and like you you know you just lose a lot of progress and stuff yeah that's but i I don't know i've always been the type of person who like i've i've loved that challenge of being able to like start new and still be just as good or like you know doesn't matter to me what happened like i knew i still had it like up here yeah i like that aspect yeah i definitely i can see where people would like that and i think that then maybe, like, if I hadn't, like, been given, like, some more freedoms in my childhood, I feel like maybe I would enjoy that more. Like, my parents, like, yeah. definitely, like, like, they would give me two hours of screen time. Um, they, like, actually, like, put it on a timer. So, like, if I wanted to, like, watch, like, a TV show or, like, look at my phone or, like, play some video games, like, it was only, like, always on the, always on the timer. Yeah. So, I, if, I guess, like, in that way, I always felt like, the time is just so precious. Uh, I think that, like, that's kind of translated to my life, too. Like, I always feel like I'm like, oh, like, I really want to play some video games, but, like, oh, I should really, like, do the dishes first or, like, let me try and, like, get a little further on, like, whatever, like, side thing I'm doing at the time. So, yeah, I, that's, like, something that I'm, like, trying to, like, be like, Blake, it's okay. You can enjoy yourself. Like, have some fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's like finding that balance is is not always like the you know the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I know that we're kind of getting close to close to time here, but I had while we're on the on the topic, I had I've heard about some studies that say that if you that you should kind of like target like your video game playing to be like under ten hours a week. And if you're and if you're playing more than ten hours a week of video games, like that's you're probably putting off things in like your real life, and you should probably like reevaluate. So, 
I think that's kind of the, the metric that I kind of like try mm-hmm. to go by. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I couldn't even, t- well, I mean like it's COVID. So like I probably played like 10 hours of video game a week, like a couple weeks ago. Like I'm sure that happened. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've definitely like, even like with everything that's going on, I feel like I'm still trying to find time, trying to find time to relax and enjoy some stuff. But yeah that's funny that's funny how you had that like, like we're, we're both kind of like very different in that aspect how you were just like very limited in terms of video games and i was very free to like just fucking go crazy play gta at like 14 or whatever the fuck i felt like and like i feel like now i'm i'm at a point where i'm kind of like sick of video games and just like <laughs> it's hard for me to stay engaged and like really mm-hmm. you know put effort into a game and yeah, so I- when i do find that i really you know i really cherish it yeah, I, I can definitely appreciate that. I, I kind of feel the same way right now a little bit. Um, it kind of feels like a lot of the a lot of the AAA titles and stuff that I've been playing have kind of uh, kind of just haven't really been cutting it for for me. I've, I've kind of been finding it hard to stay engaged, and and I, I've kind of just waiting for the next thing. And I think maybe in in some ways that's kind of why I started this. Maybe you know to like celebrate all the fun I've had, but also like an opportunity to to try some new stuff or to give myself an excuse to try some new stuff, you know, like without yeah. this podcast, I wouldn't have tried spell break. Yeah. yeah. That, that was super fun. So maybe, maybe that's, you know, kind of part of it too. You know, I think that we're still trying to figure out kind of what our podcast is, but maybe that's something that we uh, try to do, you know, maybe highlight some games For that sure. we wouldn't, or maybe try more games that we wouldn't otherwise have, have tried. You know what I mean? No, for sure, because, I mean, otherwise we would just become cogs in this, you know, society that values <laughs> production over anything else, you know, we'd just be focusing on maximizing profit as opposed to, like, just enjoying ourselves as humans. Yeah, and, um, definitely. And, you know, video games, like, I'm going to say, I think, I mean, like, I don't really think it's an argument anymore, but, like, I think video games are art, and, like, it's it's important to, to save that. Save I agree. Power and, you know, I think that in a lot of the games recently, it just hasn't really felt felt like art for me. You know, I haven't walked away. Like, for example, like, I guess, like, the, the latest COD that I, I mean, like, I shouldn't be surprised that I didn't get, like, anything out of that besides, like, just, like, mindlessly yeah. kind of, you know. But I mean, like, sometimes, like, it's fun to have, like, a mindless thing. But, like, some other games that I kind of played recently, like, um, I really love the, like, the Tomb Raider series. I think I might have mentioned that before, um, but I've been kind of playing yeah. that, and it's kind of like I've put like 22 hours in, and I think I'm like halfway, like my progress meter says I'm about halfway done, halfway through, and it's awesome. And I like there are definitely parts that I like really really like about it, um, but then it's like kind of like oh like I'm just gonna go talk to this guy and do another side mission really quick. Um, yeah, but, it gets old really quickly. Yeah, I actually. I did kind of say that, but I actually have like this really cool experience, um, like a couple, like, and it kind of like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I stumbled across this side mission that like I got a ton out of, like I, I got a lot out of, but like, there's also been like a couple recently where it's like, oh, like go kill this animal. And I'm like, I don't really want to like, yeah, I get like your society needs me to like go kill this wolf, but like, I don't really want, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so I'm going to try and like create this like environment as quickly as, as I can here. 
because there's like I could like I could talk about this game forever. <laughs> but so basically, there's like a cult in this in this city, and like they're the opposing governing faction, and like there's like the rightful like leaders of the city. Yeah. Like the the like the the royalty quote unquote like she's like the queen, um, and you're like working with her and the resistance that are opposing the cult, and the cult happens to be Trinity. If you are like there's a whole backstory to that if you're familiar with the franchise at all and basically like are like hey we need you to do this mission but you have to like wear the cultist uniform to complete it like you're going to infiltrate right. and do this mission and like i was kind of like just like walking around the city in this like uniform because i was like oh shit like i'm one of these guys. like you know what i mean like like and like people yeah. would kind of like look at me and like sneer at me like it's like in the cultist uniform and i was like this is cool like i'm into this and then, like, I'd go up to, like, like other cultists and they'd be, like, they would, they would call you, like, there was, like, a, like, it was basically priest. They would call you, like, priest, but it was, I mean, it was, it was in a different language. And I thought that was really cool. That sounds um, interesting. I, I actually, like, probably my favorite part of the game was me, like, doing, like, there were two side missions that I, like, found. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, like, I think you're supposed to find them. It was cool that I found them first before, like, I moved on with the story. Um, like it like totally like just like the way that like NPCs like behavior changed once you were in the new uniform like made me want to explore and in that I was able to find like find some other cultists um, and they were like they were kind of telling me like they were about to kill this man and I was like why like why are you about to kill this man like what's going on and they're like his master was murdered and his the master's wife is saying it was him and then the the person that's like about to get his like throat cut, he's like, please, like, like I'm begging you, like I, I didn't kill my master, like I like I promise. Actually, I don't think I don't think they called it master. I think it was a, he was a servant. I get, like there was the implication yeah. that he was paid. That's, that's I mean not that it's like that big of a distinction. Yeah. Uh, they were like, please, like I like I'm I'm begging you, like I, I didn't kill him, like please, like prove my innocence, like. Like, I, I don't want to go out this way. Like, I, I loved him uh, like a father. And basically, like, I, like, as the character, like, you can choose to help him or not. And I, like, chose to help him. And then I, like, interviewed him. And I'm like, what happened? Like, tell me everything that you saw. And he, like, told me everything that he saw. He's like, basically, like, I went out to go get something. And I came back and he was dead. And then the, the wife is like, lies. Like, because she's, like, also, like, listening in on this, like, lies. Like, that's not true. And then, like, you go question her. And then you find out that there's another servant um, and you like go talk to her and she's like cleaning up the blood and like, it's like kind of disturbing, but basically like, like there's like kind of cues that you can like think about. And like, you also like interview some other people that like were around and you find out that he like basically couldn't have been there because somebody else had seen him at a different location. So you're like, Oh shit. Like maybe he is innocent. Um, And then basically like through this, you end up like finding like this like little mound of dirt that you can like barely see and like you like kind of dig it up and it's like the murder weapon and it was like and you're like you kind of confront the other servant and you're like did you hide this and she's like yes i hid it but i didn't i didn't kill him and they're and they're like well like you just committed to like like kind of like hiding this like what's up um and basically she like kind of says like it was the the wife and like so you end up like like you end up saving this like innocent man from getting murdered. Like being like as you're infiltrating like this terrible organization, and you're able to like do some justice. Wow. And that really awesome. that really kind of caught me. Uh, that caught me off guard because I had kind of personally been a little underwhelmed 
uh, with the game this far. And it's kind of one of those things, like, I don't know if it would have been there after I, like, continued on. Like, if I, like, went right to the, the main mission, you know what I mean? I don't know if – I mean, I'm not sure Yeah. Um, if it would have still been there for me to play. But that, that – like, it's, like, moments like that that are really cool. But it's also kind of, like, how many – like, that's been the – like, that took me, like, 20 minutes and I played it for 20 hours, you know? Yeah, that's only, like, a small moment of the game. Right. Um, so, I mean, like, not that I, like, expect every game to, you know, like, be amazing. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess, like, it, it should be it should be said that, that I did get something really cool out of that one. And, you know, like, even for that, like, side mission on its own, like, I would totally recommend the game. I You're mean, I haven't finished it yet. So, so, yeah, definitely not the first person to, to play it. But have you had anything like that recently? Like, or any games that you've been underwhelmed with? underwhelmed or that beat your expectations um i have to think i have been i have been feeling underwhelmed recently with a little bit with 2k and um how's your season going it's going pretty good and i'm winning a lot you know getting a few l's here and there you know it just gets like repetitive over time yeah another game that i've i've been feeling kind of like underwhelmed with it's called duty just doesn't do the trick for me anymore. Just feels so like I don't know something about it. I'm looking forward to this new Call of Duty Cold Cold War for the zombies. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I I'm I'm excited for the zombies. I don't I I mean like I don't want to say that I'm not gonna get it, but like I kind of almost don't want to get it. You know what I mean? Just because like I like yeah. the last Call of Duty like I I really I enjoyed it like because in the middle of COVID like the whole world it felt like was playing it and I really enjoyed it. And I like got the battle pass. Um, like I, I definitely, I've spent probably like 60 bucks on the battle pass too. So that's like 120 that I like gave the franchise and it was like, Oh, like the new one's like coming out, you know? So it, it kind of just feels like short lived to me. Not like, I mean like the game was out before COVID right? it just kind of feels like to me, like I'm like, well, like another one's getting kind of shoved down my throat a little bit. Yeah, and you've kind of like fell victim to like this this business model. Uh, and it's I just... I wouldn't say that I fell victim because I I deliberately was like I'm gonna buy this and I have like the funds to buy it. Um, but like in the past, like I I've very much been like I think that I have in the past been pretty good with my money in relationship to to video games. Like I would always try and buy them like a year or two after they came out, try and buy them used, um, just because I. I knew that it's like, I mean, like it can be an expensive hobby, especially like if you're a student, you know, and not like working. Cause like, I, I definitely like would focus most of my time on uh, school. So like, but like, I definitely was like, I made the conscious choice. I was like, I have the money. Like I, I can, I can purchase these battle passes. And I think I've got like a, like a tracer pack too, which that was cool. Uh, like my, the first gun that I golded, I got like a pink tracer pack too. And it had like a, pretty cool like anime skin with it but it's kind of like for me i'm like and i haven't i haven't bought like the last couple call of duties um but i was like i guess like are they starting to expect that out of me like like if i if i spend 60 on this next game am i like not am i gonna like get in it and be like oh man like i'm not gonna have as full of an experience unless i spend like another like however much on like like whatever the microtransaction the battle pass yeah like a battle yeah. pass or you know what i mean like 
No, yeah, that's definitely what they're on. That's the type of business model that they're yeah they're getting to. And it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I recently watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, and it's all about just how like addicting social media platforms can be and technology yeah. in and of itself, and how there's just not really any measures in place to to work on doing the opposite of that, making it less addicting, making it more humane for us. And uh, I think it's a good topic. Something yeah. we can talk about in future podcasts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we definitely should. I mean, we're getting a little, a little long on that. I think this is probably the longest one that we've, we've recorded so far. Yeah, like just real quick on that, like those social media, like Instagram in particular, like they're designed to be addictive, you know, like the, like they've done, like they did studies on like the, like the red hearts, like, and like how like that compares to like different like social media, like you're supposed to get something out of seeing that and it's supposed to reinforce that in your mind and, and they are like totally addictive. And then um, I think we mentioned it earlier on a couple others, if you buy anything on that platform, like if you follow, like if you buy something from an Instagram ad, Facebook gets 30 cents for every dollar that you spend on it. So it's kind of, I mean, there's like humongous conflicting incentives and it can, it's, it sucks that it's so addicting. I actually recently, uh, I kind of noticed, I was like, man, I'm spending more time on social media than I have before because of, because of COVID. And I deleted Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat from my phone. Cause I was kind of like. Me too. I did the same thing. I, I hid it from myself. Yeah. Cause I was like, what am I, what am I looking to get out of this? And like, after I had done it for like a couple of days, I was like, you know, like, I'm fine without it. Like, I'm totally fine without it. Like, I, I recently re-downloaded the Instagram because I wanted to post something. I re-downloaded Snapchat because my girlfriend had sent me something. And I promptly deleted both of them. I have Instagram on my phone, but like, I, I'm probably actually going to delete it now because I spent way too much time on it today. In the in between, giving in, man. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, I I'm I feel like I'm pretty healthy with it, but even yeah, still, yeah. like it, it just it's kind of like a waste. Like I don't really get anything out of it. You know, like I'm not like, right. I'm not, not learning, not really feeling. I'm kind of just actively scrolling. It's just yeah, it's addicting. It's what it is. They got you hooked. They got me hooked. So what what would you like to see out of a video game in the future? Whether you're kind of feeling a little bit underwhelmed is there anything in particular that you're just like man that would really make me want to get back jump back on the saddle you know with virtual reality and with artificial intelligence i think you know the capabilities are are exciting to say the least um i I definitely feel like i'd like to get an rpg that's you know vr based something something of the sort something that's like a skyrim of sorts but like online and like vr and I feel like the technology is trending towards something like that. You know, we're getting there. Yeah, definitely. That's exciting stuff. That That's something that I think will get me back into the world of gaming. Once that, like, really becomes affordable and becomes, like, you know, the barrier of entry has, like, lowered a lot. And there are a lot of designers working on these games and, and making them fun. But that's, I think that's definitely down the road. Have you played any games on, uh, on like, uh, Oculus Quest or anything like that? No, I've never, I've never had the pleasure to have only like watched videos and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never played played one either. I'm, I'm really excited for that as well. Like, I kind of have this like thing in my head where, like, obviously, like, oh man, what's the, 
what's that book called? I think it's called Ready Player One. Have you have you read that book at all? No, I haven't. But that was a film. It was yeah into a film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would totally recommend reading that that title or listening to the audiobook of Ready Player One or watching the movie. Um, the movie it, I I enjoy the movie, but it it doesn't really do it justice because there's so many like deep like video game references there's also a lot of like 80s references so i didn't like there were a couple of times where i like just didn't get the references but if you're like big into like 80s culture or in love, or like you really like the that one what netflix that? show uh, stranger things Stranger things if you are into that you would i mean you've probably if you're into that you've probably already watched ready player one or see, or read the book but yeah definitely do so basically like in that society in the fictional society of ready player one everybody's kind of like locked in to like a virtual reality it's like an augmented reality and that that's kind of the world that people spend most of their time in um just because like economic resources are so scarce and the world is like filled with pollution and it's very much there's like an enormous wealth gap um unfortunately our, our world is more like that now than um, what it was in the 80s. So kind of an interesting insight um, by the author on that one. Um, but basically, that's like kind of, it's like kind of like a quest for con- like economic control of the system. Kind yeah. of like one of the two developers of this augmented reality system um, hid like a, hid like a quest to gain control over it in the like augmented reality and that's kind of like the the basis of the whole story oh but kind of getting back to uh what we were like just talking about the oculus quest that's probably the the biggest system um and it's 2.99 so it is the same same price as a switch one thing that that i'm going to say about is like i think you were kind of alluding to this there aren't a ton of developers working on games for these so there aren't like huge games for them actually you know i did hear and i'm actually i'm actually 100 percent sure you can do this if you got the playstation's vr um like the one specifically for the playstation you can play skyrim on those the on the oculus no i don't think it's the, i think it's like the playstation one I'm, I'm looking it up right now yeah i'm pretty sure you can i've i've seen that maybe it is maybe it is the no, I don't think it's the Oculus. It has to be the PlayStation one. Because I remember, yeah, hearing about that, like, VR Skyrim. Oh, man. It is, it is $289 for the, the PlayStation VR headset, which sucks. It sucks that these, these things are so expensive. Because, like, you can get the Oculus Quest, which is, like, its own system for $299. And this is just ads to the PlayStation one, but I think you can like watch movies in this space as well. But yeah, it's, there's a huge barrier to entry to it, unfortunately. And I hear that a lot of people, a lot of people like it, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying. There's, there's really not a, like for that genre, there's really not a ton of, ton of games, but if you yeah, are, it's definitely evolving. yeah, if you're interested in looking up some like gameplay, if you've never seen any, I personally have seen gameplay of like the, I think it's called Vader Immortal. It's like um, like a Star Wars VR game, and like the gameplay of that is pretty easy to find online. I think they won awards um, with either one of the last two or three games that they they had made. I don't really know how many there are. Sounds interesting, Vader Immortal. Yeah, it's it's kind of 
like a lot of lightsaber kind of combat. You do like quick missions and stuff. It's very cool. Maybe if if one of us ever gets uh, a VR, we could probably talk about it. Yeah. So on this on this kind of like VR news. So that's like that's like virtual reality, but then like augmented reality would be something like like a pair of glasses that you have that would have like a screen in it that would like feed you stuff. And I think that yeah, Amazon or Apple or Facebook, one of those three, they they announced something this week or this this past couple of weeks about making plans to have those by like 2021 or 2022. Wow. Let's see if I can find anything really quick. All right. I think it was Apple. Um, September 3rd, Apple glasses, release date, priced features and links. Oh, this is kind of cool. Um, they kind of look kind of like, like the, the, you should look this up really quick. The, like the frames are kind of like, kind of look like how the Apple watches, like the edges of that, like they're, how they're kind of like, like the metal frame or like the metal outside. And then it's like that black glass, like right on the inside. Yeah. Kind of looks like. Let me that. see. What is it called? They're called Apple. I would say, I would type in Apple augmented reality glasses. But yeah, so it's kind of like one of those things um, where it looks like, like text screens, but it, like you can like see through it all. So that's very interesting. That seems really cool to, you know, watch some videos and stuff on it. Like for me personally, like that does like kind of like what they're saying, like the intended uses doesn't really like, like doesn't really affect me. Like I think like one thing that they would, that that would be that they're, that's probably going to happen if, oh, okay. This is something that it looks like it's going to have like how many yards away something is like, like background, like that would, that would be kind of cool. Something like that. It kind of looks like they're uh, the way they charge them is kind of like a Apple Watch too, where you kind of set it on one of those docks. Yeah. Like kind of like what well, like what I think would be useful is like if it like if you were like had one of these um, like augmented reality glasses, I think it'd be cool to have like a like maybe like the temperature or like maybe like um, weather updates in like one side of the screen, maybe like the time in like the top or something. Um, I don't really know if I would like like to see my text or emails as they're coming in um because i personally try to actively avoid <laughs> those notifications <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. yeah i love do not disturb mode i'm sure as a student you like that too if you're about to jump in a test or like a study session just throw it in do not disturb. oh yeah big time big time i think that you can uh i think one of the things that they say about like studying is if like your phone vibrates it takes you like two or three minutes, like for your focus to return to what it was. Wow. Which is damn kinda, that that's scary. Yeah. So after I heard that, I was like, oh no. Like do not disturb mode all the time. <laughs> Definitely need to stay focused for my studies. Well, yeah, if you can't tell, we're getting tired out here. It is late. <laughs> late for us old gents. And um if you celebrated Yom Kippur today. Yeah, that's you probably are done fasting because it's late. Happy Jewish yeah. Year to all of our friends out there. It was a wholesome podcast episode. As always, Blake, I appreciate your company. We got a lot, a lot of good stuff out. I appreciate it, Brandon. I I love, love talking to you. Love talking, love chatting about some games.